summertime here in Bend, Oregon. <laughs> we seems like we've waited uh, forever for the weather to become a little bit more what we would say normal. Uh, 70s, 80s, you know, and right now we're hitting uh, the 90s. So the weather's been really warm, beautiful blue skies. The only smoke that we're seeing is coming from Hood, Hood River area. There's a fire up there, but it's still barely noticeable. But I want to talk about mountain biking. Uh, it's something that is a huge, huge, I call it the church. It's like a church in Bend. You know, join the mountain biking church. Not to mention the road biking, but specifically mountain biking. Uh, something that uh, after almost 30 years of being in Bend, Oregon... I finally fell into and it's my new favorite thing I'm realizing so so easily why people you know get get baptized into the church of mountain biking <laughs> uh, you know I think for me it's uh, just the exploring uh, it's not about downhills you know racing or anything for me it's just the climbing the being out in the wilderness, uh, for example, recently did a 14-mile ride out into the Sisters Wilderness area. Great trails. You know, we never saw a single person on the trail the entire time. And the mountain views were so epic. And the ground cover is just full of flowers. And you're just in disbelief that you're alone out there. There's so much wilderness area. It's so beautiful. So that was one experience. Um, some of the other rides that I've recently taken are uh, Smith Rock. Um, not everybody even realizes that you can ride bikes in there, but you can, and it's a beautiful ride. It's hard to describe uh, the beauty of the river and the rock formations. And when you get up to the very high point on that trail, which is a real climb, it's a, you get a reward. The view is epic. You can see forever. Probably one of the best views in Central Oregon by far. Um, I compare it to the view out in Brasada Ranch, but anyways, um, so a little bit about me, what my story is on the mountain biking is that I was showing a house to a client. He came to the showing on his mountain bike and I, the, the driveway was very steep. In fact, it was the reason they didn't buy the house. It was just too steep, but in long. And he came up that driveway like it was nothing. And I was like, wow, this guy's incredible. Well, Turns out he's on an e-bike, okay? But I couldn't even tell that it was an e-bike. That's the thing that threw me off. So he has this specialized Levo, and I just I just thought, man, this is the coolest thing ever. Me have had, having uh, recent knee surgeries, it's been a problem. I can't do the hiking and stuff we used to always do. And so my therapist said, hey, bike riding is definitely something that will help strengthen your, your legs, your knees. And so I was thinking about that, about the time that I ran into my client with the e-bike. And I ended up down there buying one. And it, it's been one of the best purchases I, I, in, my, 
in my life, honestly, because it's opened up an entire world of enjoyment and exercise. Don't think just because it's an e-bike that it's not exercise because you can adjust the amount of power. So it's, I can control my heart rate, um, which, you know, for example, yesterday I did um, a 15 mile ride out near Tumalo Falls and I've never been so far on this trail. I knew there was the main falls, which everybody sees. But if you're going to really go on a hike, you can see the other falls, which I have never been that far. And it's just a series of waterfalls on that river area coming into uh, the Tumalo Falls area, which is not in Tumalo. It's in Bend. It's, uh, you know, about 10 miles uh, going west when you're in the uh, on the west side there. A beautiful forest area, beautiful river. And you can walk right up to this huge, the main falls of Tumalo. But if you want to, there's, you know, the whole Phil's Trail complex. Those trails are everywhere. Uh, look up Phil's Trail and you'll see a series of uh, all of the trails that are out there. And there are several apps that you can use. Trail Fork would be one of them. Strava is um, a social app that it, it, basically you're sharing your rides. It maps your ride. And so you can share exactly where you went and you can upload photos, that kind of thing. I, I like to do that because uh, I've already met people and uh, creating a, uh, an, an, an e-mountain bike group on social media and people are just like pouring into it. Um, I can tell you that owning an e-mountain bike is like having a ski lift ticket. It takes you to the top of the mountain, which is not cheating, right? You don't have to climb the mountain. You get to ride a ski lift to the top of the mountain, and then you enjoy the ride down. That is the best analogy for the e-bike. Now, for me, I like to work out. I'm I'm working out as hard as I can. My heart rate is as high. Like my the my heart rate yesterday, I'm using my Garmin, and my heart rate went as high as 160, which is the highest it's been. Just for a short period, I've been keeping it. And then I increase my, my power a little bit, bring down the effort a little bit, bring down the leg burn a little bit, and then you're, you know, you're, you're down into like 120 to 140. And that's where I've kept my heart rate for about two and a half hours. And you have breaks, you know, you're going downhill, you're climbing, so it's not just solid climb. But when you get to the top of the mountain, now the, the one I did yesterday is called North Fork and Epic Ride. Lots of waterfalls. I have all the photos on my Strava. Reach out to me if you want to friend me there. Um, It was beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. Views. Incredible downhill. In fact, the downhill, once you got to the crest, you know, and it was just miles of downhill. Um, My arms, my shoulders, my, you know, back were just ripped by the time I got to the bottom. I mean, just destroyed. It was a massive workout. And so the e-bike riding is definitely opened. I'm I'm not avoiding the hard rides. I'm looking for the hard rides. And I can ride with anybody, any level of fitness. So I can ride with my son who is in incredible condition. And I have a hard time staying up with him 
when he's, you know, he's just on a normal, e- a normal mountain bike. And uh, he can ride as hard as he can. I, I can keep up with him, but it's everything I can do to keep up with him. And, but I can ride, we can ride together. And that's amazing. It's just opened up all the trails. Nothing is off limits for me. Even though, okay, so let's talk about off limits. Cause right now in Bend, Oregon, oh, you know, e-bikes are not allowed <clears throat> on most of these trails, it feels trail. So I've done the deep dive on this. I've interviewed everybody involved on all the different parts, right from the, the guys at the bike shops, they're selling these bikes. Um, you know, the, the group at CODA, which is Central Oregon Trail Association, they're the ones that are making the rules for the trails, okay? They're like the governing group. And they make what I call suggestions for, you know, for the trails. You know, they put a lot of work in. They've been managing these trails since the 80s, creating them and all that. And right now, Bend is not, you can't say Bend is a very friendly e-bike place, at least mountain bike. Um, e-bikes are everywhere, but the mountain bike thing is still pushback. And I personally just ride all the trails. I don't care. I'm riding the trails because there are no laws against it. It's just a matter of the old timers who are who are at the top of the CODA uh, group that are you know setting up these you know guidelines. That, but they're unenforceable. Say no e-bikes. You see the signs with a you know e-bike with a cross through it. Um, I just re- disregard those because. Um, do you remember? I don't know how old you are, but if do you remember? I, I was growing up in like in. Uh, I think I was in about eighth grade when you know we were skiing. I grew up near Bear Valley in California. We were skiing all the time. And it was skis. There was no snowboarding. Snowboarding had not been invented yet. And one of my friends, who turned out to be a hugely famous snowboarder, Damian Sanders, he starts snowboarding. He's got like these homemade snowboards. And it was illegal. He would get kicked off the mountain. They pulled his pass. It was taboo. You're rebellious. You're a troublemaker. You know, you have all these legal issues, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it reminds me of the small-mindedness in that era toward a new thing. Change is just freaking everybody out. Well, the mountain bike world now coming into the, the e-bike coming into the mountain bike world, same attitude, same ideas. And there's no holding it back. There's no changing the wave of e-mountain bikes and e-bikes period in the world. E-bikes are taking over the world and it's going to happen. So it's like your resistance is futile, correct? I mean, that's how I see it. So in all of my um, e-bike riding, um, because I do have other e-bikes, but as far as mountain bikes go, I've only had one person say, oh, hey, you know, there's no e-bikes allowed on the trail. And I just say, yeah, I I know that. (laughs) I'm aware. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, just keep writing and just, you know, so I, I just reject the suggestion that they're making the e-bikes are not allowed. So interviewing the forest department about this, there has never been a citation given for riding an e-bike <clears throat> on any of these trails. And there never will be. The forestry does not want to be involved. They do not care. 
there's no damage. And the e-bike riders, if you have a $14,000 e-bike like I do, it's a specialized Levo, um, carbon fiber, full power. Like it's it's one of the best bikes in the world. And I'm up there riding on these trails and I'm not typically people are passing me because I'm not trying to go fast. I'm I'm just glad to be out there and I'm climbing. People in my age category that may not be in the best shape of their life are just glad to be out there, you know, being more active and being introduced to the mountain biking world. And for me, it's been a game changer. Seriously, love being out there. I'm a contributor. I'd be the one who's most likely to fix the trail, clear the trail, and, you know, be, uh, I want to be contributing to the whole trail experience and culture of Bend, Oregon. So um, the pushback is really, it's really happening. Um, I'm also part of a group that is forming probably the number one group that is educating um, <clears throat> and helping to create new, you know, regulations. And I don't want trails that are um, that are designated for e-bike riding. I just want it all open. I want it all fair, all equal, and we all can ride the trails together. And there's etiquette, and there are you know there there are certain things you do and don't do on the trails. You know, like some of these trails are one way. You know, you don't go up the wrong way. Like there's an education, there's some learning that that happens when you start riding. You know. So that, that needs to happen. Um, that, I'm, I'm good with that. But, and, and I, do, I do think there are a lot of e-bikes that are great on the road that are definitely not intended for mountain bike riding. But it only takes about two minutes to realize that. Uh, if, if you try to ride a normal, like, rad bike out on the trail, it's going to be really uncomfortable and bad because it's just not made for, you know, they don't have the suspension and the gearing that you need. So I know there's, I know there's a lot of, there's a lot that needs to happen, but it is going to happen. And, uh, I mean, if you're opposed to e-bike mountain biking, I suggest you rent one, you rent one for the day. And if it doesn't turn out to be the best mountain bike riding day of, of your life, then I would be shocked because I actually did this with my son. Uh, he was kind of the macho, you know, I don't know if that's kind of, you know, what I'm not I really don't want to do that. I'm going to just ride my mountain bike. I'm like, well, that's great. You know, you can. But I rented him an e-bike that was not quite at the level of my bike, but he's such a better rider. I thought it would be a good fit. And we went out and we've done that a huge ride out and sisters together. And he said it was the best day he ever had. He said he it was more like what he thought mountain bike riding would be like, where you're enjoying the ride, and then you get to the great downhill, you get to the top of the mountain, where not everybody will ever get to, and you have nothing but downhill, and you have a really advanced, great bike. It's a little heavier, but it's absolutely capable of the downhill. And so, you know, wanted to share my my, you know, new thing with y'all, if you're following me, um, check it out. And if you're new to e uh, mountain biking period, like you got to get out there and do it. It's so beautiful and you can go further and you can see more than you would have without the 
the bike or without the e-bike, you know. Um, I can't imagine why you would hike when you can bike because it's, you get there, you can go further, you can see more, you experience more. It's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. And uh, if you have any kind of physical uh, conditions where like with your knees or your hips, whatever, it can be therapy. So I highly recommend it. There's some, there's some dangers out there. Good to go with other people when you're just learning, if you're just starting out mountain biking, go, go with some friends, um, maybe go, you know, get some lessons. Um, good place to start is at the mountain biking shops. These guys that work at these stores are very knowledgeable typically, and they can guide you, direct you and help you get what you need to learn, you know, this whole, the whole industry and where to start. Okay. So I hope that helps. And if you have questions about it, reach out to me. My, the link to my bio is in, uh, you know, on my main page there, uh, on my, on my, uh, podcast can also find me anywhere. Just Google me, uh, Paul Frazier, Bend, Oregon, realtor, and you'll find me, you'll find uh, my contact information. I'm on all kinds of social media, including TikTok, uh, Bend, Oregon Realtor on TikTok, but YouTube videos, hundreds of them. But I would say start with Googling me if you just want to call me. And um, let's talk about Bend, Oregon, Bend, Oregon Real Estate, all the things to do in Central Oregon. It's incredible. Uh, it's truly uh, an, a life upgrade when you're moving here to Bend, Oregon. So I didn't get into talking about real estate today. I always do that, but I wanted to talk about some of the things we do here that I love and I hope that you will love as well. Feel free to give me a call. I'm at 541-797-9966. Like and share my podcast would be great. Uh, And uh, check me out online and feel free to connect with me on any of my social media outlets, okay? Hope you all have a great day and look forward to talking to you soon. Bye-bye.